Podcast. Stu, Angie, and Janelle Podcast. Your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. On today, National Exercise Day, the question is, do you guys work out? <laughs> yes. Yeah? Yeah. Do you? No. Yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, no, I've got a gym in my basement that I was uh, pretty hardcore the first year I got it, but I, it's kind of like fallen by the wayside. Mm. My son uses it all the time, uh, but I just, I walk by it and I'm like, okay, go on the treadmill for 45 minutes. I go on the treadmill for 20 minutes and then I get bored. Even though I'm watching something on my iPad, I just, I lose focus. Mm. I need somebody in my house, you know, b- being a trainer, like, that's what I need. Well, you used to have that. Why don't yeah. you go back to that? She got, she got a job uh, at the airport now. Well, there's other people. There's only that. one trainer <laughs> in Ottawa. One. I have I have tried. I have uh, researched, but nobody can come to my house. No. Yes, there's tons of uh, trainers pr- that go if, to you. Yeah, but they charge like five hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> oh, you, mm. you you want a cheap trainer? Yes, I want a cheap trainer. I'll give you fifty bucks for, come 40, to, for, for forty minutes. It's going like to come to your house too. Yeah. I don't there's know. like a bazillion apps and things you could follow. I don't want an app. I need somebody physically standing next to me. Yeah, with a whip, cracking the web. <laughs> but when I had a trainer, I was in really good shape. Like some people confuse me for the rock as the rock. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Look at the picture I posted on Twitter and tell me that's not an equal uh, the white version of the rock. The photo that you um, photoshopped your body onto the rock no, no. is that what? No, no, no. It's no, AI no, generated. No. Look at Twitter. I posted on the morning tweet. Okay, well. The big pipes. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are a lot of people that post uh, their gym selfies on Instagram and I don't know why. Like, the world doesn't need to know that you're working out. Uh, yeah, but some people, like, it's, it's you know, like, they post photos of their dogs. That's their passion. So, like, why can't you post photos of you mm. working out at the gym and putting the work in? There's a lot of these. Not uh, for me, but. Like, <laughs> sort of programs like Beachbody and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, these group programs and group fitness things yeah. where they have to do. Like, a morning shout out, like, a, like a, to show that you're actually working out or that you have your pre-workout drink that they recommend you drink and then mm-hmm. like they they post it and it's like yeah it's for their account like, i and never they posted actually have to post it as part of the program for accountability i never posted my my gym selfies ever well, oh what's this God. what this, i'm looking at right now man used to post every single day when he was oh. at the gym every day it's like hey look at my biceps look at my triceps look mm-hmm. at my look every at my buttocks I mean, you should get your body moving in some way, shape, or yeah, form. Yeah, you should. I, I'm trying to do more walking because you have to get your blood flowing. It's definitely easier when the weather gets nicer. Yeah, sure. You get more motivated. And I mean, it's always more fun to get natural exercise outside than yeah. pound away at a gym for sure. But I, I may put the bike out this season. I may get on the bike because I got on the bike once last season. I didn't like it. Why? It's so. That's you, you, what did you not That's like about biking? It was choice. hard because it was hard on my legs. Yeah, well, you build it up. I know. Over time. It's flat in Barhaven. There uh, are no hills. <laughs> n- no, there's a certain part where it goes down. I don't like that part. It doesn't have to bike back up. <laughs> you don't live in San Francisco, friend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's like anything, though. You have to build up the calluses. You got to build up the muscle okay. and the endurance. You, I will make a there. promise what, to what both is? of you that I will go out and bike when it gets nicer. What do they say that you can like develop a habit within three weeks or something like that? That's mm-hmm. when it becomes a habit. Three mm-hmm. weeks. That's all mm-hmm. it takes. Okay. Yeah. When it gets it, nicer, I'll start biking every day. 
<laughs> okay. okay, and I'll post it on, on social. Is this like when you said you were going to give up chips and that lasted for 12 hours? No, no, I gave up chips for like a week. No, no you, you didn't. didn't. Don't even well, lie. You said you I... weren't, didn't even last 24 hours. Okay, well, that's another story. <laughs> what? I'll, what other story? I'll start, I'll start biking. Oh, you hurt our brain. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Gather around the radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact, this time about pencils. Do you have a pencil in your hand right now or nearby? No. I don't know the last time I used a pencil. Mm. Angie, you? I use a pencil, but I don't have one right now. Uh, how many <laughs> words do you think the average pencil can write? They give a life expectancy on a pencil. What do you think it is? How many words can a pencil write? Take a guess. Janelle? Ah, mm. uh, be thousands. More specific? I'm going to go with 5,000. Okay. Uh, Angie? Mm, 20,000. You're close. The average pencil can write 45,000 words. Wow. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious words or like the? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. <laughs> no, but 45,000 words. Can't even say that. Mm-hmm. Not a mind-blowing fact about pencils when they leave the factory? Buy a little pencil, you're going to write 45,000 words. Like how how long are we using this until it's a straight up nub and like we're still getting we're still writing words with that? Yeah. yeah. I like I remember being in school and like it was like a challenge to see how small you could get your pencil and if you could yeah. still use it. Yeah. yeah, teeny tiny little thing be like pinched between your fingers. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. an inch long. And now they don't know what it feels like to stand in front of the sharpener and winding yeah. that handle mm-hmm. on that thing because now they have mechanical pencils. Yeah, do <laughs> kids still use those mechanical pencils? Like, that's the thing? I don't yeah. think they do. I think they a lot of kids use pencils. Actual normal pencils. Normal ones? Yeah. No, my kids use the mechanical ones. Yeah, sure. mechanical pencils All, were huge yeah. when I was in school. With the replaceable kids use regular lead? pencils. Mm, yeah. They, All right, what, how do you rate that fact from 1 to 10? 1 being the worst thing you've ever heard, 10 being the most amazing supercalifragilistic. Califragilistic. What is it? Don't even try. Don't supercalifragilistic expialidocious. There you go. From Uh, one to ten, that was definitely useless. Uh, I'll give it like a an eight. Janelle. Yeah, yes, I'll give you a seven. Thank you very much. Uh, To the scores we go. That's what really matters. I mean, I like your scores. I like working (laughs) with both of you, but I love the listener scores. Uh, We love pencils. Ten out of ten from Bonnie and the dynamic duo. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your mother's giving you a ten. That's about all she's got to say about that. Um, this is definitely a typo, but it's still kind of funny because it says I never used the whole penis. <laughs> what? <laughs> I obviously I love to say, that autocorrect thinks that's what you wanted to say. I know. I never use the whole pencil because I run out of the eraser way too soon, says Hall of Famer Gusto, and who gave you a 10 out of 10 this morning. Thank you, Gusto. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Other, other scores. We've got a lot of coming in. Um, from Triple T, Stu always loves those useless facts. Keep them coming. 10 for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, I would have thought it would be in the hundreds of thousands of words, but still interesting. Nine from Diva Clow. Aaron the Trollster, maybe use a pencil to do better facts. Gives me a three out of ten. Aaron, Ooh. you're banned. <laughs> you're not banned, Aaron. Yes, uh, no, I like Aaron's scores. Of he keeps, course you he do. keeps things real. Are you? Um, wait a minute. Is Aaron your burner account? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hall of Famer Boss Traveler, my hand is just tired thinking about this. I'll continue to use my keyboard and gives you a, uh, a 10 this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. Hall of Famer's ghostwriter and dad, Pierre the Dehydrant Frenchman. Well, that's a useless fact and indeed give it a 10 despite only one of us ever using a pencil anymore. 
Mm, Yogi Bear, that's definitely a 10 plus, need to tell this to the elementary school kiddos. We swear they eat them. They go through endless <laughs> packs of them. I used to eat my pencils all the time. Uh, like you actually did? Yeah. I used to like, people used to chew on pencils yeah. a lot. You'd see a lot of teeth marks on yeah, pencils. Yeah, I would continually yeah. chew my pencils. Yeah. Okay, that's strange. I feel like you I never just... chewed a pencil? Like, mm, not like, like yes, I you mean, did. No, While you're thinking. Just like, like at the top, maybe a little bit, it. but not really. Mm. Nah. I did oh. a lot for sure. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> There's a lot of text, but we appreciate it. Thank you for all the tens. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, King Charles has had a complicated life, and the public has had a complicated relationship with him over the years. And Paramount Plus now wants you to get to know him better and have (laughs) announced a brand new documentary called King Charles, The Boy Who Walked Alone. And it's coming out May 2nd, just days before the king's coronation. But they're describing this as, I mean, everybody gets a documentary now these days, right? Like, they are the new everything. I've got one in the works, too. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. Uh, It's being described as an unprecedented look at the life of King Charles, but from those who know him best, like former friends, schoolmates, uh, his, like, private staff. Uh, They say there's going to be never-before-seen photos, even letters with former girls. Friends, what? How many did he have? So it'll be a love fest. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but the reason that they say you know the boy who walked alone is in response to a lot of bullying and isolation he experienced throughout his life too. I mean, think about it. Okay, you royal, you like no one wants to be your friend because they think that you think that you're better than everybody. So they say the documentary is going to leave viewers with an all new understanding of what influenced his life, how he got to be the person he is today, and you will never look at him the same way again of course it'll be mm. tailored that way i mean like this he's not is, behind it he didn't write it this yeah. isn't the palace putting this out nope paramount plus oh i mean i'm guessing that there's been some access if yeah. he has access to this many mm. personal contacts of they're his, trying to do but, pr it's a pr move uh, well clearly yeah mm. rebuild his, his brand uh, after his son yeah. tore him yeah. down <laughs> and then we'll see what happens and how his son is shunned at his coronation yeah. or not and that could change our whole uh, opinion again so yesterday or not yesterday last week we were talking about the fact that jamie fox was rushed to the hospital with a quote medical complication we didn't have any other details than that his family was just saying that uh, they were by his side and you know we were just waiting to hear more word well he's still in hospital and they continue to run tests but right now it's a suspected stroke oh uh, and they're trying to find out what else is causing or associated with that so um they say the update is just that he's steadily improving did and you say jamie fox they're trying to get more answers mm-hmm. oh my He's a young guy, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, still there and still uh, a lot more questions as to what's going on with his medical condition. And that's What's Trending, brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. On a scale of 1 to 10, how cushy would you say the job that you're currently working is? Or or, mm. <laughs> or do you have a tough job? You know, sometimes you take a look around and you see somebody doing something and you're like, 
Jeez, that's such a hard job, and I don't think I could ever do it. Mm-hmm. So we've been asking you, like, what is that hardest job you've ever had? Like, and how long did you last doing it? I guess more importantly, because a lot of people don't. Uh, this coming from the fact that they've released a new list of what they believe is the hardest, most difficult jobs in the world. Certainly, we probably don't qualify, but what no. would you say <laughs> is one of the most difficult experiences you've had on the job in your lifetime? Uh, summer of 92, I was working at the Zeller's warehouse unloading semi-trucks, and I hated every second of it when it's 31 degrees and you're stuck in a back truck unloading it onto a pallet. They had crazy rules about how many boxes you could put on a pallet mm. because then the forklift would come and I would be like, waiting, be like waiting for the, the four-truck four truck to come, forklift to come, and I'm like, I've already loaded this. I can get more boxes on this. And I would fight every day with the, the French manager. Uh, no, no, you don't need put you put you. I, I put as many, I can put more boxes. You don't understand. I could save you time. No, no, the union says this. <laughs> I hated every second of that job. Every second of that job. It's called safety precautions, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason they have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, the hardest work I've ever done has been on the farm. There's, you know, yeah. there's nothing that compares to the manual labor that I've done on the farm. But there's one job in particular that that I, it, it, it's less about it being a physically daunting task and more about it being a miserable task and everybody working it is miserable to be around and grumpy and it's just an awful day in the barn and it's anytime we ever had to move the turkeys. So um, you have to do this at least twice when you have hens. You have to move them from one barn to the other. This always happened before school when I was in high school. How do you move a turkey? By their neck? <laughs> You would have to like shove them onto, like, we had to move them in the barn, and it's not easy to move Corral a bird. Them. We're corralling oh. them. You had to push them onto this trailer thing that would move them and dump them into the other barn. And then when they got older, we would have to ship them out. And again, corralling them, and then you pick them up two by two, hand them to the guy who's putting them in the truck. They and like, with all the feathers. You're and stuff lifting too. them up above your head, and they're not light at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it's dusty. It's a good Everyone's angry. Stinky it's too. hot. Yeah. The, you know, moving animals, if anyone's ever done it, it's just a miserable task. Yeah. <laughs> like herding cats, what they say, right? They don't listen to you. I had it easy moving boxes then. Yeah. yeah. I would say that probably like the that year that I was doing car detailing for like a used car dealership oh. in 30 degree weather every day. Oh. Like if you think it's fun to just be in your driveway cleaning your car and armor rolling and doing the rims and all that, sure, that's fun. Now multiply that time. 25 a day <laughs> and you're scrubbing the salt and you're like you know trying to restore the leather and yeah. like it was in the 30 degree heat it was not fun uh yeah. and i was young at the time doing it but the the job that still gives me nightmares to this day was working in the service industry because anyone yeah. who knows i mean not that that was the hardest job i actually loved being a server and a bartender but um you have those dreams and they still wake me up to this day where you have so many tables and you yeah. can't get to them all. <laughs> and, and customers are yelling at you. And everybody wants something and you're like, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I still have those nightmares yeah. to this day. It just stays with you. But there is a list of what they are saying are the real most difficult jobs in the world. And we're curious if you can guess what job took the number one spot. Yeah. And if you think it's your job, I mean... Let us know. Vouch. Tell us mm-hmm. why you think it is the most difficult job in the world. Is the job you do worth the pay you receive? I'm sure a lot of people have this push and pull inside their minds and their bodies every single day as they head off 
to do what they've chosen for their career. As we take a look at this list of the most difficult jobs in the world, they've ranked them. And we've asked you to see if you can guess what the number one spot is. And so far, uh, we haven't had anybody actually properly guess, but we've had some close guesses. Yeah, well, definitely some of these answers are on the list. I think there's about 35 jobs on the list. All right, so um, no surprise here. A lot of people have messaged in about healthcare. Um, yes. In particular, yeah. you know, the people who are PSWs or an emergency room nurse, nurse just in general has been mm-hmm. a, a pretty big popular answer this morning. Definitely on the list, not number one. What about air traffic controller? Definitely on the list. Okay. Uh, I would not want that job. <laughs> no, I have family members that do that, and I know firsthand it is not a job that plays with your mind very well. And uh, it is on the list, but not number one. Garbage collector, no surprise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is on the list. But what about the dudes that uh, number one. clean the porta potties? Oh, yeah, I didn't see that on the list, but that's a, <laughs> that is a crappy job yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So if we take a look at, uh, oh, and here's, yeah, if we take a look at some of the uh, ones on the list. So let's go, do we want like maybe the top five? Sure. Top so five, let's, yeah. Yeah, let's go from five to one. So no surprise, number five, I don't know how these people do it, cell tower climbers and linemen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Up on these towers and working with wires like linemen and cell tower. Oh, no. I love no, watching no, their no. videos, but I would never do that for well, a Well, you're out dollars. there in the worst of weather. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's you're always out there when, oh, we just had an ice storm or we have a yeah. winter storm. Like people are out of their, you know, like they, they're not connected. It's like that movie on Netflix, Fall. Have you seen that? Where these no, girls climb I haven't this cell watched tower? That Don't yet. watch it if you have anything to do with heights. Oh my God. So number four, and actually someone guessed this one, uh, fishermen. So in particular, mm. they have here Alaskan crab fishermen. Yeah. You could go out and be working for 20 24 hours non-stop searching for crabs and if there's none to be caught there's no money to be made you just work for nothing and it's dangerous i mean i used to watch mm-hmm. the show deadliest catch yeah which yeah. was all about that, that crab show. fishing and yeah. like it's it's also a dangerous job speaking of dangerous jobs uh oil rig worker is number yeah. three yeah. on the list they are often gone for six months at a time mm-hmm. uh working schedules are crazy um and they don't get paid enough uh, okay, so there we go. Healthcare worker. There you are. Yeah. Number two on the list. Mm-hmm. What's number one? So healthcare workers, of course, in any way, shape, or form, your job is very difficult. You're not just dealing with saving lives, but uh, very difficult patients, etc. Bedside yeah. manner is a big Being deal. A shoulder to cry on, yeah. So the number one job that they've ranked as most difficult job in the world, and I would argue it's not just the people doing it, but it's the family surrounding it, the military personnel. Oh, 100%. 100%. Mm. So soldiers putting their lives at risk on a daily basis, the, you know, the serious stress, the trauma, et cetera. Uh, and of course, the family battles, uh, the PTSD supporting too. them all around that. Yeah. Or just like, you know, being a, a mom at home with mm-hmm. the kids yep. while yeah. exactly. dad's gone for six months at the a time. Silent heroes mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. God bless you all. Cash loaded. Bank player ready. Beat the bank. Our 25th caller is so excited to, to make it through the lines. You can't even make a words. Good morning, Joe. Hi. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. Good. I'm so, Joe, fun fact, was just about to hang up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like oh, I guess I didn't, didn't make it, it through. Eh? We're like, no, Joe, hang on the line. You're 25. So there he is, number 25, Joe. She, she, she. Oh, she. she. Sorry, I know you're speaking through a mask. It's hard to tell. 
Sorry, I can try to pull it down. Here, I'll pull it down. Is that oh. better? Oh, that's a bit better. Yeah. That's much better. Okay. Okay, thanks. Joe, so we have eight vaults in front of you, and you're going to decide what you do next, okay? Okay, doke. All right, let's open up vault number one. 150. 150 bucks. Easy. Okay, I'm going to go again. Okay, here's vault two. 350. You made it. I'm going to go again. Took, took, all right, took okay. you two seconds to make that. All right. Here's vault number three. 550. Ooh, nice. Oh, it's so, so much. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try one more time. Okay, you want to go to vault number four? Yeah. Let's do it. 750. Oh, that was Hello. a good call. That's nice. I know it is, and you know what? I'm probably going to say... You got four I, more vaults potentially I to know. open here. I know, and you're going to probably tell me I won five grand if I don't say yes. <laughs> we no, have no what, clue. I have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> it's all random. All right, I'm going to I'm going to keep what I have. You're going to keep okay. it. You stick yeah. there. Nothing wrong with that. Seven hundred fifty bucks is a lot of money, Joe. It sure is. And you're going to spend it all on yourself, right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, Joe. We have to see what was going to happen next, though. Okay, we'll just find out. Here's vault number five. One thousand five hundred. Oh, I knew it. Fifteen oh, hundred. Okay. Had I you gone it. to vault number six? One thousand. Oh, went down. down. down again. Yeah. Okay. Vault seven. Two thousand. Oh. And had you gone all the way to vault eight? Three thousand five hundred. Oh, oh no! But if I ever got through, I wouldn't be a wimp, and it turned out to be a wimp. <laughs> It's so hard when you're in the moment, though, and you're facing down that money. 3500 is what you could have won, but you have 750 That's great. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your next chance to play Beat the Bank is coming up at 910. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, Drake and The Weeknd's latest collab is finally here. But sadly, it's not the real artists performing on the song. What? <laughs> what so, do you mean? this song, Hard on My Sleeve, spread across TikTok like wildfire. People fell for it, people bought it. So popular, this track has half a million streams on Spotify. However, the song isn't real and was in fact created with nothing but the use of AI. Oh my God. So listen to how real you think this sounds. First, here's AI Drake. Yeah, that's just that, like that him. sounds exactly like him. And now here is AI The Weeknd. We're in trouble. This is terrifying. <laughs> this We're in planet trouble. Is, is, is gone awry. Like, we have to reset this planet. This was created That's by enough. A, a startup company that was just trying to get attention to boost subscribers and followers to their content. So they put this out there, and then people flooded to their mm -hmm. page, and they were able to drum up all this publicity for themselves. Like, this is a scary, this is scary for artists. Yeah. Okay, so you want to talk scary? So here's another example of how it's scary. So a German photographer was named the winner of the Sony Camera World Photography Awards. The World Photography yeah. Awards. He submitted a black and white photo, shows this older woman, um, you know, standing with a younger woman, and uh, he turned down the prestigious prize he won after revealing that his winning photograph was created using AI. <gasps> so he 
intentionally submitted it, he says, as a, quote, cheeky monkey, because he wanted to find out if the competitions are prepared for AI images to enter and if they would know the difference. And he said, apparently, they are not because they couldn't tell the difference. And they awarded him the top prize. So he wanted to do this to open up the discussion about whether we want to consider true photography as like the art of manipulating the conventional camera or if we're just, you know, judging it on the photo and then any Mm -hmm. AI entry would be eligible as well. Can we move to another planet, please? Like it's scary. I want to get off this planet. Like this when planet people, is even like Elon Musk, who's like at the height of everything, is telling people we need to slow down in the yeah. AI advancements and how they could really start to take over, it is alarming. Mm-hmm. Especially with politics. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's like Max Hedrum all over again. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? Today we have Mandy and Nina on the line, and uh, Stu, you won yesterday? I did. All right, so that means Angie and uh, Angie and Mandy are up first. Okay, good morning, Mandy. Good morning. Good morning. So we have first choice of categories. Let's see which one you want to go with, okay? Sure. All right, so we have uh, Wallachia, who sent in, Wallachia Barnes, who sent in our categories this morning, and those options are words with Pairs, like there's so there's two pairs of double letters in these words. Okay. Or there's a single pair of double letters. I'm so confused. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do double. Two pairs of double letters in the word? Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. You drink this in the morning, not tea, but coffee. Yeah, and you get a touchdown in this sport. Football. When you get ink on you forever, you're getting a Tattoo? Yes, uh, you blow these up for parties. Balloons? Uh, yeah, this is a trash panda. It gets into your garbage. What? Oh, a- yeah, uh, you sleep uh, on your bed, but on a nice, Hello. comfy... Hello. No, uh, you lie Mattress? your... Yep. Uh, and uh, when I'm like, I'm blushing because, oh, I'm so... you. Garrett? Yeah. Wow. Yes. That was impressive. Wow. Yeah, I was impressed. You got the easier category, but you nailed it. <laughs> good Thank job, you. Nandy. Got to work cut out for us. Uh, Nina, good morning. Morning, Nina. Hi. You got to be perfect. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. All right. <laughs> I don't know that I would say one category was easier than the other. Uh, let's, let's, it's <laughs> also me. Mm. All right, uh, Nina, you ready? I'm ready. So, Nina, just All to right. remind you, um, these words have double letters in them, a single pair of double letters. Okay. okay. All right. Three, two, one. This is what Hawaiian pizza is made with. A pineapple. Yes. And uh, the, the monster on Sesame Street that loved these. Cookie monster. Yes. And uh, uh, when you're young, you play with a what? A you, balloon? No. Uh, your uh, uh, girls played with their... Uh, okay. Skip it. Okay. Uh, the buddy, ring... Buddy. No. Ring the... A bell. Yes. And not supper, but... Dinner. Yes, and uh, Janelle loves this. Uh, you put this on pizza. Pepperoni. Uh, no, uh, cheese. Jeez. And the one we were trying to get Mozzarella. was doll. Mozzarella. No. The, the, the buzzer already rang, Nina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had the tougher category. He was trying to say that kids play with dolls. Yeah. The one oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. You guys and still did really good, but unfortunately yeah. not enough to, to get the win. Play again, though, okay. okay, Nina? Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Man. So it's going to be Mandy today. Congratulations.
Thank you kindly. With your perfect game. Good job. What did Mandy win today? Mandy, we have a chance for you to hit the jackpot. It's a $100 Lotto Max uh, gift card. Oh, awesome. Thank you very much. Congrats. Thank you. It's time now for the show wants to know, no, 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 on Move 100. <laughs> yeah, and today we want to know your thoughts on this super duper viral story that has called into question some parenting habits and, you know, like what you would do in this situation. So... As the story goes, you may have heard it already, (laughs) as the whole world has. Uh, Blue Jays pitcher Anthony Bass went on Twitter and complained that a United Airlines worker made his pregnant wife of 22 weeks get on her hands and knees on the flight to clean up some popcorn that was spilled by their two-year-old. Twitter was not sympathetic. No, not at all. To Anthony. uh, And it led to the whole debate who should clean up after their kids on a plane? It's not just some popcorn. Like, it's a fair amount of popcorn yeah. on the ground. Let's- it's not that. Like, I looked at that, and I'm like, that's not a movie theater-sized bag of no. popcorn. Like, it's a small amount, I thought. Yeah, I'm- like, I mean, but it's not like a, it's not three kernels. No, but it's, here's the thing is, before you go, well, who brings popcorn on a plane for their kid? He claims the airline yeah. gave his child the popcorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of movie popcorn, Carol Palmer wrote on her Facebook page, I'm not so sure I don't see people at the movie theater bending down on the floor to pick up their popcorn. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I think, where the debate goes is like, you know, she was embarrassed because the flight attendant came up reportedly and gave her a bag and a wet wipe and said, the pilot wants you to clean up this mess before we leave. And she was on her hands and knees, like in tears, embarrassed, cleaning up this said popcorn. And so he went on a rant because he felt for his wife. If you're going to go ahead and say that, like, oh, well, people leave a disaster in the theater, like, that should be fine to leave a disaster in a plane. Like, no, it's not okay to leave popcorn all over the floor in the theater either. Like, Mm -hmm. I've never thought that that's an okay thing to do. I think, you know, you clean up your mess. Like, anytime I've ever been on a flight... The attendants are there. They do. They come by. They pick up your garbage, but they're yeah. not bending down on the ground to pick up your stuff. They, they ask have better you, things to do. They ask you to hand it to you, and 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 they and they do away with it. Like, sure, there is a cleaning crew that comes in and will make sure that the flight is clean for you know the the next passengers. But I don't think that a, a plane should be left in that state. Like when you leave, there shouldn't be trash left all over the place. No. And I think that's obviously the, you know, the the common theme and the common opinion. You clean up after your own kids. And yeah. most people say, well, that's exactly what I do. I don't know why there was such a problem in his situation with this. His argument was, well, they have a cleaning crew that they hire for that. And people play, pay a great deal for airplane tickets for, you know, travel. And he he was arguing that um, that that's somebody's job. To do that after the But it's the 2023 flight. and everyone runs to Twitter to complain. Well, exactly. But um, it, it does call into question, like, how people act in different situations. Because, yeah. yeah, like we mentioned the movie theater. Like, if your kid, 
who's two or three or four, is that the Super Mario movie and spills half a bag of popcorn on the floor? Are you down on your hands and knees picking that up? No. No. You take your popcorn bag, your cup, everything, hopefully, at yeah. the end of the movie. It drives me nuts when I see yeah, people, people leaving don't it do there. that either. But you're not. And if, if you're, God forbid, at a restaurant with three of your kids and, you know, they're spilling some goldfish crackers or some french fries on the floor, certainly if it's a hamburger, you're picking it up. But are you yeah. getting down on your hands and knees and are you picking up every french fry under the table? So people were trying to adopt into different situations and like where do we draw the line when are we not getting on our hands and knees on the floor and picking up things uh from day one we taught our kids pick up after yourself and yeah. i would never allow this for my kids i now i know she's pregnant and she had two little kids but you should teach your kids like get up and clean up after them also she doesn't need to i mean those kids look old enough that they can get down there and yeah. pick up that popcorn themselves mm-hmm. pregnant mama didn't have to do it Get your kids to do it. Well, (laughs) a lot of people were bringing into the fact going, well, like, why didn't he do it? Well, he wasn't apparently on the flight. There were conflicting reports saying he was or he wasn't. And like, my God, if he's there taking the photo and not picking it up. And then (laughs) other people were talking about the fact that maybe there was a nanny on board there with her. I don't know. But, you know, like certainly, like I said in the beginning, there's not a large amount of popcorn there. I mean, it's. It's, it's enough that a person could pick it up. Yeah. So, I mean, for the flight attendant to come over, yeah, it's embarrassing for them to say, can you please pick up the popcorn that we gave you <laughs> for your toddler? But can you pick it up? I mean, I don't understand why it's at the point where you're, like, resorted to tears. I'd, just, I'd yeah. be embarrassed, but I'd pick it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bit of self-entitlement, too, playing here. Well, I mean, people obviously are automatically going to pull that card. They're going to be like, oh, well, you know, he's a professional baseball player. They're used to a certain standard of life. You know, they have people doing things for them. That's the other handle that people took. I mean, I don't think that the debate is different if it's like Joe Blow or Anthony Bass. But I think it just calls into question the fact that we just let people and and kids and everyone in this world get away with so much now. Like yeah. they, we just always have this air about us that someone else will do it. If you, know? you have an opinion, let us know. Like if you're on the other side of it, we won't use. You, you don't have to say your name. Just present another side. Maybe we don't know. Text us at ten zero thirty or give us a call at seven five zero one one hundred. I um, as a mama of a toddler who's been on flight, um, I can barely even fit to reach down to grab any of his like toys that he's dropped or any of that stuff because the seats are so small now so to get down there and like pick up little popcorn or crumbs or anything like that like I just can't do it if I had a vacuum totally I'm with the mama here I would definitely be a little bit upset if somebody you know pointed it out we know toddlers are are messy and we're trying our best whenever we're we're traveling with our kids. Um, it's going to happen with kids. I think if you know she did the best she could, and yeah. I don't think that uh, she should be judged too much for that. So, what would you have done in this situation if you were the mom? Well, if I was the mom, first of all, I've flown a lot, and she's 22 weeks pregnant. There's hardly room to bend over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm a clean person. I'm a little bit OCD. I would have picked it up, but if they had even said something to me. I might not have been as nice to them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> That's <point>. fair. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> there's, there's a reason why we call it accident. Kids didn't throw it all over the floor. It was an accident. It was, right. a, it was a two-year-old, let's be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So that's why they put erasers on pencils. We all make mistakes. Yeah. What's your name? My name is Brenda. Brenda, thank you so much for the call this morning. You're welcome. I got the feels. 
and it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, just a warning that this could be a triggering conversation for some, but for Mitchell Bach, what he wants to do is share his story with the hope that maybe it might help someone in the same position. He says when you're at the end of your rope, you'll try just about anything. And for Mitchell, the solution came with ice cold water as his cure. So his story goes like this. At 30 years old, he was suffering from severe depression, anxiety, feelings of dread for years, which led him to an attempt to end his life last year. And Mitchell was hospitalized by a crisis team. He was discharged after just 13 hours, and he received one single follow-up call to see how he was doing. And of course, that led to feelings of disappointment in the care he received. He started looking into alternative mental health treatments, feeling utterly hopeless, he said. And then Mitchell's mother sent him an ice bath. So it's a tub designed to retain cold that he could use to submerge himself in. Basically, a small bucket tub that he just has right in the backyard. And they had been looking into the benefits of ice water therapy for a while. And once he started using it, he said within a few days, he was feeling the full effects. He said at first he did it. He remembers waking up without the usual feeling of dread that he always has when he wakes in the morning. And he said it was like going to bed with the flu. And waking up completely cured, but he didn't want to get too excited too fast. So the thought of jumping into an ice bath may put some people off, but Mitchell said it really didn't take long to acclimate to the extreme cold. The benefits were undeniable. He does it every day now. He said at first your body panics, of course, and you're tingling and your heart races. But once you control your breathing, doesn't find it uncomfortable at all anymore. He sees it as swapping out what was a whole day of discomfort before for a few minutes and you come out feeling amazing. It's instant, he said. So the ice baths for Mitchell have been so effective that he has started to wean himself off his depression medications that he's been taking for years and he's stopped taking his anti-anxiety medication entirely. He feels that confident in how he's feeling. That's that's quite the play with your mind. His message is to never give up on yourself. You can always find one thing that works for your body and mind. But there's so much science in this. I have heard so many things. Look at the Scandinavian way. Look Mm -hmm. at Lenore Deke. A lot of people cannot bring themselves to do that step in the process, which is the hot, cold relaxation, the Mm -hmm. whole thing, and go under that ice cold waterfall. I I can't do it. It's the best part of the process. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I have to trust you on that. I love how that. It's the polar dip process for a lot of people. They swear by yeah. it, but I mean, it's uh, there's a, a lot of science apparently behind you know the the link between anxiety and ice cold therapy. So, just wants to get that message out for people. I'm sure there's a lot of people who could relate to mm-hmm. how he has been feeling certainly now today. And that's all the feels on Move 100. Cash loaded, bank player ready. Beat the bank. Joanne Dewar was our 25th caller, and she's hoping she can get a lot of money on Move 100's uh, share of $100,000. Beat the bank. Good morning, Joanne. Good morning. You ready to win? I sure am. All right, let's play the smart. All right, so we have eight vaults, Joanne, and you're going to decide what you want to do with them, all right? All right. Here did, we you, go. did you hear what happened this morning? Yeah. I did. Okay, all right. Let's 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 see what happens for you today. Here's vault one. 200. Mm-hmm. What do we, yeah. yeah, 200. What are you thinking? I'm going to go. Okay, here's vault number two. 
400. Doubled your money in two seconds. Hmm. What do you want to do one, next? One more. One more. Okay. All right. Here's vault three. 600. Oh, okay, now nice. we're looking at some serious money. $600. I'll, I'll go another. One more. Okay. Here is vault number four. 800. Hey, oh, nice. that's a good call. I like this. Yeah, me too, and I'm going to take it. Uh, you're going to be done with it there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Congratulations, Joanne. $800 is pretty darn sweet. Joanne, exhale now. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> breathe. Okay, Joanne, but don't breathe too deeply just yet because we have to see what would have happened to you if you would have kept going. Here we go. All right, here's vault five. 700. Oh, that went down. No, that went up. Didn't it? She won eight. Oh. I won eight. <laughs> I was getting confused. All right. Here we go with vault six. 900. Okay, not too much more. Vault seven. 2,500. Oh, oh, no. There it is. Okay, and had we gone all the way to Vault 8? Funds not available. Oh, man. Oh, no, no. That's a lot of money left on the table. Yeah, she's... Okay, yes, yes, you're right, it is. What are you going to do with that 800 bucks, Joanne? Oh, your car payment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There, there's a certain amount of, like, happiness and, you know, freeing energy that comes with that, too. Yeah. So, however mm. it's uh, it's wise to spend it for you, then you do it. So, congratulations. $800 on Beat the Bank. Yay! And your next chance to play Beat the Bank coming up with Catherine Dines at 210.